what's up you are now listening to the limitless experience with eric thank you for tuning in and i wanted to bring in another voice on this recap with me today and i connected with ruth so this episode you guys will be hearing what ruth's opinions are of some of the characters on the show this is not the recap for episode six the recap for episode six is the next episode after this so please enjoy this episode of what Ruth thinks of some of the characters as well as a refresher on what I think about some of the characters. Thank you. Ruth, do you have a favorite character on the shy? Do I have a favorite character? I think, I like, I actually like Emmett, actually. I'm not, I don't, I'm not necessarily like the way he behaves, but I like him. I like his energy. I like how funny he is, you know? So Emmett is one of my favorite, I'll say. He's also my favorite character. And before we started recording in preparation for this, we were having a discussion. I said I'm Team Emmett and I agree with what he's doing. And I really don't like what Tiffany is doing. And you had a different opinion. So um, what's your opinion? Because we know what my opinion is. I don't like Tiffany. I think you're coming from a male perspective. That's that's, that's where this is coming from. I'm coming from a female perspective and understanding maybe why Tiffany feels the way she feels. So she's obviously been with Emmett for, I don't know how old EJ is or whatever, but, you know, I feel like obviously when she first met Emmett, you know, she was probably young in love, you know, and even though he used to misbehave and do what he used to do, she was okay with it. And then I feel like she's got to the point where she, you know, he asked her to marry, um, he asked her to marry him. She said yes. But I guess in her mind, she felt like, okay, if you've asked me to marry you, it means you're ready to change, right? And so he did change. He didn't cheat on her after the marriage. He didn't, but obviously, if you notice, when he finally reveals he slept with Dominique, um, he didn't say when. They didn't actually discuss a timeline at all. It was, I did this. So I'm not actually sure why they didn't discuss it or if they didn't show us when they did discuss it, but they didn't actually talk about when he did it. It was just basically, I did this. Or or am I wrong? No, you're right. She doesn't know whether it was during the marriage or prior to the marriage. You're right. Yeah, so it was just basically that he's done that. But I feel like, I mean, I'm sure you've heard, like, oh, Ken, so when a woman's put up, there, there, there ain't nothing you can do about it. And I feel like that's where she is. It's a thing where she's put up with it for so long and she was kind of okay with it, but it's like, but you've actually asked me to be your wife now. And now you're telling me that you slept with somebody else. I don't even think the person matters because if you notice, her and Dominique are still cool. So Dominique could have been anybody. Okay. You know? Now, and, question. And, and I feel like, you said that she put up with his stuff for so long, right? But yeah. uh-huh. the only thing she knows about him is that he has multiple baby mamas. She doesn't know uh-huh. that, that he was a cheater and he was getting it in with many women, does she? We know that well, because we're watching the show. When Dominique met him, she knew about his, you know, his, 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 his should I say, this, should we say, so he's obviously the talk of the town. Okay, you know you're, right, like, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, women know about him, so there's no way other women know, and Tiff doesn't know, like 100%. Correct. She knows. So let's you get know, to the part we disagree on. You're okay with Tiffany immediately? No, 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 no. That, I didn't say I was okay with it. I said I understood. There's two. Those are two different things. I feel like she had got to that point, and she's just angry because she's thinking, okay, you've made a fool of me again. And on top of it, it's somebody that they do know. As much as she doesn't care that it's Dominique, it's somebody that we both know. And she actually likes Dominique, which is kind of annoying, you know? And I think it's that thing of she's kind of using this whole... I think what's bad about what she's doing is the fact that she's doing it with one person. Their agreement is, okay, let's have an open marriage, let's see other people. And she has picked one person. So she actually kind of has a boyfriend, which is really bad. But 
I do feel like I understand where she's coming from because it gets to a point with women where we just check out. We just check out completely. And it's like, screw you. you know. And she's trying to hurt him. That's what she's trying to do. But in doing that, I have a feeling she's going to fall for Dante because she's sticking to this one person and that's not how you do this. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to have this whole open thing, it's not supposed to have, you're not supposed to have an emotional att- attachment unless you're doing like a throttle situation. And that's, that's the, supposed to be an open marriage. And that's what I believe too. I, my, my opinion is that I believe they should have just went to a mall or something like that and found two strangers and said, "This is we're going to get it out of our system. You go with this person that you like in the mall that I don't know, that you don't know, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But the fact that she's doing it with Dante which Emmett asked yeah. not to. Emmett knows about yeah. Dante. Emmett knows that Dante's name, his name also rings in the streets, right? He's known uh-huh, as a gangster uh-huh. rapper, and if Tiffany falls for this dude, it's going to be difficult for Emmett to go and get her back from Dante. 100%, but I feel like she knows this, and she's trying to punish him. That's what it is. It does. It, it, he gets away with it if she just goes around, you know, and at the end of the day, let's be honest, it doesn't look great on her as well if she goes around just sleeping with everybody. So I feel like her sticking to Dante is because she knows he hates it, right? And you're trying to teach him a lesson at the same time. So I don't think it's an open marriage just because it's an open marriage. I think she's trying to hurt his feelings. Now, my thing is, I don't know if she's going to be able to come back from Dante in the sense that if she falls for him, I can't guarantee that Emmett can get her back. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's 50-50. Right. I feel like the way things are going, it looks like it could get serious very quick. Because Dante actually kind of likes her. Right. You know? And he hasn't actually cheated on her. He hasn't done all this stuff. So he has a better chance of keeping Tiff than um, Emmett does. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. And it does, and that's why I'm Team Emmett, because this was bothering him from episode one. In episode one in my recap, I was saying that uh-huh. Emmett needs to come out and be honest with her because it was eating him inside. Like, he, that thing with Dom happened a long time ago, right? And then it made uh-huh. him realize, uh-huh. I need to mature and marry this woman that I love in Tiffany. Yeah. And no more mm-hmm. cheating from here he on out. He should have told her before the wedding. That's what he should have done. Because you're saying he's told her. But timing is important. And it, and it, it plays a big part in how the person will react. Yeah, and but if she, if he would have told her before, before the wedding. Married, what if she called off the wedding? What if she would have called that off the wedding? That doesn't matter. Because then you need to give her that choice. Why would you coerce somebody into getting married and just, you know, like ask somebody to marry you. But actually you didn't give her the facts, right? So it makes more sense. He should be able to take it like a man and say, you know what? I've asked you to marry me, but I have something to tell you told her about Dominique and then she has the choice whether she wants to go ahead and then they start with a clean slate or not but in a way actually he's pulling the wall over her eyes probably thought I've got her locked in now tells her the truth and it still backfires anyway you know what I mean so I feel like he didn't really gain anything by not telling her before the wedding because now you've messed up you're actually married but you're a married couple sleeping with other people that's long like I'd rather be told before and then if she decides to go into it she went into it knowing what was happening if that makes sense or what happened basically right so that, that's kind of like my opinion and i'm not saying that it's good that she's doing it but i feel like you have to understand from a woman's perspective it's like he's got loads of baby mamas i get it he's not like you know it's not like he only has ej but i feel like after a while you just get tired you know and it's like you look like a fool because at some point even though he did have different baby mamas she was always the the main one, if that makes sense. The one that he kind of claimed, if you want to call it that. Right. You know, he right. seems to like her a lot more than the others by the, by the sounds of it. So right. I feel like she she obviously takes it a lot more personal than maybe the others because, you know, they kind of have a relationship. Because even after I think she, she went to Dante and I think she he found out about her mum, I mean, about his mum, mm-hmm. she still, you could tell that there's something between them. So they do care about each other a lot. 
However, she's just fed up. That's what it is. You know, she's she's just fed up and she's acting out. She might come back, she might not come back. But I think that's what Emma, that's what he's gonna have to live with. And I feel like if it doesn't work out, it's gonna have to be one of those things where for his next relationship or if he ever decides to ever get married again, that pain and that hurt that he felt with Tiff, he'll never forget. And hopefully that will you know, like that might stop him from being that person again. I'm hoping, you know. Okay. How old do you think yeah. Emmett is? I would say he's definitely not thirty. I would say he seems like he's kind of like 27, maybe, 27, 26, 27. Okay, and how old is Keisha? Mm, they're only kind of age, mm, are they age mates? Because she was supposed to be going off to college, so it doesn't make sense. How old are you when you go to college? I don't know. You're about 18, 18 or 19. 19. Yeah, 18 yeah, or 19. So she, 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 they seem like age mates, but I think she's younger. Yeah, Could, because yeah. weren't they... Didn't they get together at some point, maybe last season? Not last yeah, they, season, because yeah, yeah, last season she was kidding. Were, yeah. But in season two, they got together, right? Yeah, but yeah. he wasn't in school. Right, he seems a little bit older than her. Yeah, so he is older than her, yeah. Okay, because I was so thinking I they were having a lot of scenes between the two of them, Emmett and Keisha, but Keisha just yeah. met this guy in the store. So that may be her yeah. next boyfriend. 100%. I, I see it. If you going in. And I think I, what I like about that is the fact that he knows her story. Right, So she right. doesn't have to explain anything. Right. And the fact that he's still kind of giving her that vibe, even though she's carrying a baby, yeah. you know, means that he doesn't care. It's right. like, I see you, but right. I don't, you know, what happens to you doesn't define you type of thing. So I'm really kind of excited to see what they do with that story. Right, right, you know? right, right. Yeah. And I feel like that, if anything, that might... Do you think that will push her to giving the because it's at one point I was like, do you think she's gonna give the baby up? Is she not? Because you know people do kind of change their minds sometimes, you know. But at the same time, in having this potential boyfriend, you know, would this be kind of more of a reason to be like, let me give this baby away so I can actually live my life like somebody my own age, you know? Well, after she had the baby, Octavia was there that night, and they they put the baby in yeah, Octavia's in Octavia's hands. So yeah. maybe that so she uh, didn't interact like. Right, I, I'm not even I'm sure saving, if yeah. Keisha engaged with the baby. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think one thing I picked up with the Keisha storyline was about the whole um, black women and childbirth or maternity or whatever, and when she ended up in the hospital and they were quick to decide that, you know, hey, you have to have this baby now, you know, and they, they, barely, they barely listened to what she had to say. And had she not had Octavia there to kind of advocate for her and kind of advise her otherwise, she would have probably had that baby a lot earlier than she did. You know, exactly. And, and so I think that was something another social, um, another social topic that they touched on. You know, black women and 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 childbirth and you know that kind of thing. Um, so I feel like that was something that they did touch on. It was brief, but they did touch on it because it's almost like they barely examined her. It was like, yeah, your blood pressure is high. You have to have this baby. Whether or not it was safe for the baby to be out didn't even matter. It was just she just have to have this baby. You know, and like I said, Octavia was able to kind of step in and say, nope. You know don't listen, listen to your body and all that kind of stuff. So I, I kind of resonated with that. that um, no, I definitely, I definitely peeped that uh, last episode. They yeah. touched on a lot of things and a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. They, mm -hmm. they're touching on a, a, a lot of things in the black community yeah. and it's not even subtle. Yeah. It's like, you know, I mean, you, you, you have to have your eyes open, but like once you open them, it's yeah. like, it, it, it's there. They talking about the police, yeah. the policing that, you know, especially in Chicago, that is, no good then the corruption uh -huh. the corruption that with, with um the mayor you know what i mean yeah um uh -huh. the lgbtq community 
and what's going on yeah. there in the and also the fact that uh that trap house that has the sex workers in it like nobody mm-hmm. cares about that and the mayor knows about it you know what i mean yeah so that but, i mean don't be surprised remember he was affiliated with the 63rd mob so he definitely knows about it if he assuming he doesn't even have a hand in it you know what i mean right, so right, right. i feel like that's why he ignored it because he probably has a hand in what's happening mm-hmm. you know and at the same time i think i remember you mentioning that you thought imani could be a suspect and the reason yeah. i disagreed actually with that was because you know like i said what does she have to gain number one and number two she's gonna shoot anybody she's shooting up <laughs> not him you know what i mean like what why how would that stop what's happening even if he has a hand in well it, there are other this people. is the thing about i don't believe that she would attempt to do anything to knock you remember uh-huh. when Trig went to Nuck and they had a standoff. How many people yeah. pulled guns on Trig? Yeah. Like, you're not just going to walk up to Nuck and pop him. You can't do that. But. Yeah. I don't think she'd walk up. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like she'd, she'd have to be smarter than that. Because if, if, I feel like she would be the only one who would have something against Nuck. So, That's then, true. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's yeah. true. So I feel like if she was to, Trig went up to him because it was like, I'm not scared of you and I've come to tell you or ask you something. So mm-hmm. that was different. But I feel like if it came to her, she wouldn't have just walked up to him, you know? So it would have had to, she would have had to set him up somehow. I don't know how, but, you know, I feel like if she's to shoot somebody, I, I don't feel like she has that much to gain. Okay. If so- she shoots um, Otis Perry. So I, I definitely don't feel like she's, to me, she's not a suspect. She could be, but I don't feel like she's one of the strongest ones. I think it would, to me, it wouldn't make sense if she, if it was her. Right, right, right. So do you think it you was know? a police officer? Yes, for me, but I feel like it's the easy, it's one of those ones that is the most obvious answer. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they think, well, maybe we're going to think it's too obvious, and so then we're not going to think it's that. But then that's the only people that I can think of that would, that would do that at the moment. Uh, you know I don't, what I mean? Because I feel like right now, he's trying to bring the black community together. Now, not everybody agrees with his methods. I understand. I think it could also be Candy. I'm not, I know we saw her crying at the end, but that doesn't mean shit, really. You think it could, it be, could who? be her? Who? Um, his wife. I'm calling her Candy because that's her name. I can't remember his actual wife's name. Yeah, <laughs> I always forget her wife. name, but I looked it up. It's Rosalind. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> now, this so, is the thing. Yeah, so he I didn't like look... could be her, too. He didn't appear to be, like, confused or... Or or yeah, surprise. Yeah, like he knew who it was. Like he was familiar with the person. Right, right, you know? right. He didn't jump. He didn't try to run. He saw the person and it almost looks like the person was bothering him. And right. then they shot him. And that's why I felt that it could have been her. But then at the end, you see her crying over him. So, but I feel like she could be doing that because obviously she shot him. No one's going to suspect her anyway, you know, and she has to act like the, you know, the, the sad or panicky wife because obviously she's found her husband um, on the ground or whatever, but I do think she could be a suspect because, number one, he's kind of, as much as she's kind of making it seem like she's okay with him sleeping with um, Tracy and all that kind of stuff, you know, I think she threatened him in there as well and was like, you have to give me this position and blah, blah. So she feels her position slipping away slowly, you right, know? Right. And I can tell that he knows that as soon as he doesn't need her, he would probably dispose of her if it was necessary. Yeah. But I definitely feel like she could be she could be one of the the suspects for me anyway so if not the police rosalyn i don't know who else it could be um gemma's dad but i don't know like nah. he's not the strongest either but nah, I feel like he's Gemma's not. dad could be i don't think it would be him um no no i don't think it would be him at all he's too he's too invested 
Yeah, he he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. That's mm. not even his style. I don't even think he owns yeah. a gun. But just in in, in in thinking about it right now, a mm-hmm. very, very, very small part of me thinks that it could be Jake. Mm. But what, what, like he was skipping, he literally skipped off with Gemma. Actually, did he come and meet Imani at the end? He did, didn't he? Well, him and Imani were supposed yeah. to have left. Remember, they was like, man, yeah. can we get out of here? Uh, Imani said, yeah, sure, let's go. But that doesn't yeah. mean that they actually left. Well, why do you think Jake would... I mean, he has reasons. Well, Jake does not moment. like him. And, and you know, uh, Otis has legal custody of him. So, <laughs> and he also did say... Now, they didn't really show the uh, the dislike that Jake had or has for Otis. Mm-hmm. Much yeah. this season until this episode, uh, the most recent episode, when Otis walked up to the kids and he said, hey, guys, you know, do your thing here. He made a joke about having some uh, refreshments. And then after that, Jake was like, man, fuck that dude. Man, F him. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So who knows? Um mm-hmm. But it, 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 I just, they, I just feel like he, if he does, I, it is possible. He, he, he could definitely be one of the shooters, but I still don't think he is the strongest one. If right, that makes right, sense, right. Like I don't look and think, yeah, hundred percent. Right. You know, but like you're saying, there's so many people that it could be that it's kind of difficult. You know. Yeah, he has a lot of enemies. Point. He's got a lot of enemies. Yeah. Just, yeah. just like James so St. Patrick. <laughs> basically, basically, um, I even forgot who shot him. His son, yes. So yeah. it could be. Um, now, and Kev as well. Your last episode, I did. I kind of felt like you were really harsh on Kevin, really harsh. Yeah, I was about like, to. We, we were. We, we were definitely headed that way. Now, how am I harsh on Kevin? Kevin, Kevin is being a cornball right now. Like he needs to step away yeah, from he's Gemma. A kid. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. He, he, he so. now. Let's say, what? Did, what are they about? 12, 13, 14? Yeah, exactly. What did? What did he's no. Uh, you're, you're not a. First of all. You are a either a freshman or a sophomore in high school at that age. Uh-huh. At uh-huh. that age, for a boy, because I I was this age at one point. Um, yeah. You are trying to constantly beg for this chick's attention. That's going to go nowhere. End it. It's over. Yep, I feel like you say that, but it's like normally you'd probably speak to like a friend about it, if that makes sense. So you'd you'd speak to somebody about it. And I think obviously we've discussed this before where I said, you know, the lack of male presence in his life has a big part to play in it. Because you'd either speak to, like I said, a big brother, mm-hmm. you know, somebody who has a bit more experience than you. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Brandon is not there anymore. And obviously Brandon was his person, you know. Yeah. They had their haircuts and then they used that to discuss whatever they had to discuss. He's obviously in therapy at the moment, but I can't imagine he's going to speak to his therapist about that. So, you know, Brandon not being there, that is one thing. Emmett hasn't got any time right now. Whether he is mature enough to deal with that, it, that's beside the point. The point is he hasn't got anybody else to speak to apart from, let's say, Papa or Jake. And it can't be, you know, Jake doesn't care about this stuff. Jake is always kind of getting at him saying, oh, you know. why, well, why would he like talk that? to Jake why, about you know, it? Like, Jake is the one that's kissing on his girl. No, but that was before, remember. I'm talking about before he found out. Okay, that's correct. So before he found out about them, it was a, it was a suspicion, but it wasn't confirmed, right? Mm-hmm. But again, even if he wasn't sure who it was, and Jake doesn't care about that kind of stuff, so I feel like he could speak to Barbara about it, but he can't speak to Jake, you know. And he has spoken spoken to Barbara about it, but he would probably be like, "Take your time, you know, treat women with respect." So, he, so actually, what he did is what I think Barbara would have told him to do, mm-hmm. you know. But again, 
I don't know. I definitely feel like it's just a lack of male presence in his life and somebody to be able to talk to because anybody could see that Gemma was just blowing him off. But I feel like he was so desperate to keep that connection. And Gemma, Gemma kind of, kind of, uh, switched sides kind of fast. I mean, at first she was really, really, really connected to Kev and she wanted Uh Kevin to meet her father and she allowed him over her house. Like Kevin is going through his own thing, right? So I thought that she would have been more understanding, but this is why I say. Yeah, but remember, we've talked about their age. At that age, I don't. You know what I mean? Like I feel like okay, there was a point, a point, a part as well where, after the police thing, if you notice, he kind of went into his shell, mm-hmm. and she tried to kind of reach out. She was like, "Are you okay?" She was trying to get him to do stuff, but he wasn't talking, and mm-hmm. he kept blowing her off. Mm-hmm. He kept blowing her off, blowing her off, and at that age, your attention's you know like it's that easy to just switch. Do you know what I mean? Like your attention span's not as great you know i feel like she's not a woman yet she's still a child mm-hmm. so i'm not surprised by her behavior and on top of it we've i've always wondered where is her mom that's another thing i don't know if you kind of wondered where her parent her mom was or she has any siblings you don't right, hear right. anything about her mother you, it's just her and her dad but right. i don't know the story behind that so in a way i find it hard to kind of talk about Gemma because i don't really understand where she's coming from mm-hmm if that makes sense? Right, I understand. Like, you can see that she's, you know, rich kid and blah, blah, but I don't actually know much about her. No, that's true, but she, well, she is the, well, what is, what actually is her father? What, what is his profession? He's, he's wealthy, but, um. What is, yeah. Well, I guess he's into some sort of politics, but I don't actually know what he does. Like, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Right, okay, but he, he, he's up there, he's very well connected, and he has a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you so so you think that Kevin just pretty much needs a male figure to He needs somebody, yeah. Like everyone is busy with Keisha right now. His mom is busy, you know, she's not sure if somebody's cheating on her or not. You know, it just seems like he's on his own. Even mm-hmm. though he's got people around him, he's alone. And Gemma was the one thing that he had. So in a way, I can understand why he'd be desperate to keep her connection because it's like when everybody else is ignoring me, I have this person, you know? Yeah, so but he kind of pushed her of, away as well. He did, yeah. But, I mean, guys, I mean, I'm not going to generalize and say all guys do that, but I feel like he was just in his, you know, I feel like with women, we can we can kind of multitask sometimes. You can feel some type of way, but you know you still have to, like, you know, I'm a mother, so even if I feel some type of way, I still have to be a mother. I still have to be somebody's, you know, wife or girlfriend or whatever it is. I still have to be somebody's sister. But with men, you know, this is just my observation. You just tend to shut down, forgetting that there are other things going on in your life that you have to tend to. So I feel like Kevin is doing the typical male thing. And, um, yeah, so I feel like it's just him. And then I think when he finally came out of that funk or when he realized that Gemma was pulling away, he thought, shit, is this my fault? You know, and I think I feel like that's part of the reason why he's working harder to get her back, because he realizes that actually I've been kind of off with her and maybe that's why she's doing this. So I have to make up for what I've done, you know? OK, so what are yeah. your feelings about Jake doing this to his homeboy? Uh, OK, again, Jake, I feel like it's Jake. Obviously, I feel like uh, since the police incident, he keeps saying you didn't, you know, you didn't have my back. And I and I feel like they come from two different worlds. You know, Kevin. I feel like especially in that moment, I'm not saying that he'd never witnessed that kind of thing, but maybe not so close up. And I feel like Jake has lived in that environment. So if you notice, even when it happened to him, he didn't even seem that. I'm not saying he didn't seem bothered, but he doesn't seem as affected by it 
as Kevin is, if that makes sense. Because it almost seems like he he's grown up in that environment where this kind of shit happens all the time. Right. It's, right? It's, it, yeah, it's so something I, he's used to. Yeah. So, but I feel like Kev's behavior, he expected Kev to kind of step in. But I was like, how do you expect this kid to step in? And, you know, he would have got shot, you know, and I think that's what was silly. But again, that's just him being childish. Well, I don't know if it's a street thing where it's like, you're supposed to have my back, but there's no way Kevin would have come out of that either alive or, un, you know, unscathed if he had tried to step in, right, you know? Right. So I don't understand why he's mad at Kevin, number one. But I feel like there's a part of me that thinks that it could just be him being petty, you know, just to try and hurt Kevin. Mm-hmm. He's saying he doesn't care, he's over it, but let's be honest, deep down he probably isn't. And I feel like as much as he used to laugh at Kevin for being mushy with Gemma and, you know, why are you guys doing this? I feel like there's a part of him that kind of maybe... You know, Papa's got a girlfriend, Kevin's got a girlfriend. He's the only one that doesn't have one, you know? I mean, he, he was kissing on that white girl on the bus. Yeah, but that's different. It's not the same thing, you know? Like, I feel like Maisha and Papa is not the same thing as, you know, what he was doing with that girl. He obviously looks at them and probably thinks, you know what, I want something like this, you know? But he won't admit it. He's always laughing at these guys saying, you know, I can't believe you're saying this. I can't believe you're saying you love this person out loud. But maybe deep down he's envious. Maybe right. he does want that special connection with somebody. Right. So they're, they're, I feel like there are many reasons he could be doing this. It could be being petty because he's trying to get back at Kevin. It could be deep down he's actually always wanted that connection with somebody, but maybe he hasn't felt worthy or he didn't think somebody like Gemma would ever look in his direction. And when she did, he was like, oh, okay. You know, because at one point he was like, oh, why don't you want to tell Kevin about us? It's like he felt like maybe she was ashamed. You know, that's why she didn't want to come out and say it. And, you know, for him to turn around and say, you know, that's my bro or, you know, we're like brothers or whatever. I was Mm -hmm. like, really? Okay. You know, that's, again, what makes me realize that they're children because no adult would say shit like that. You can't say he's my brother and then be, like, doing that with his girl. That doesn't even make sense. Right. But And then the thing that that, that also kind of bothered me was the the night of the gala when Uh they were all standing in a circle. And then Gemma says to Jake, come on, let's go. And it's like Kevin yeah. is right there. What do you mean? Come on, let's go. Yeah. Like, you, are you talking to me? Like, yeah. That, that, and that's that's I, just wrong. I, that's why I say yeah. Kevin's got to. Kevin, I mean, obviously but I you're feel like right. She tried to blow Kevin off. This is what I'm saying to you. Yeah. She's obviously also reached that point where, as much as she didn't, I don't want to say she didn't want to hurt Kevin because obviously as soon as he found out, she just says oh shit and then skips <laughs> skips down a corridor with Jake. So she obviously doesn't care that much. But I feel like at that point she's tried so much to, to fob him off and he doesn't get it. She's like, no, I don't want to see you. Oh, my dad's here. You know, you can't come over because he's gonna keep knocking. So she's given him all the signs of I don't want to do this anymore and he's not getting it. So she couldn't be any more clear at that moment that she doesn't give a shit. But for some reason, he still doesn't get it. So I feel like at that moment, she's thinking, it is what it is. I just don't care. You know, so she's zoned out and she's focusing solely on Jake, if that makes sense. But I don't think she's doing it to her, Kevin. I feel like she just doesn't care anymore. You know? Yeah. So she did it in his face. I feel like if she had a conscience, you know, she she would have agreed. Like, like there was was a part where um, Jake wanted to tell... Kevin, you know, this is why I did say, I think I did tweet something about this, and I said that this is what makes Shema worse than Jake, because Jake wanted to actually tell Kevin. He didn't want him to find out that way. He was like, look, I want you, I want us to tell him, and she was like, no. You know, so he wanted to come clean, because he's like, look, I'm not doing this running around shit, like, let's just tell him, and she's like, no. So I feel like that's what kind of makes her kind of worse, because it's like, well, you could have just come clean, but now he's actually walked in on both of you, you know, and I feel like the fact that they both seem so unbothered after he walked in on them, I don't know. That that, that doesn't sit well with me. 
Okay, and um, what are your feelings about Imani and uh, Rashad? Or Imani, Rashad, and Trig? Trig. I think it's a, it's a complicated situation because, I mean, I'm still confused about the whole thing, Trig and Imani, because I'm like, this, he doesn't seem to like talking about the whole or kind of acknowledging the fact that you know, I guess she's trans, so in his mind, it's like, that's my woman and that's it. I think that is complicated in itself because I don't really understand what he thinks is going on or doesn't think is going on. And I feel like, obviously, I feel like Rashad didn't know. I actually thought, I, 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 I got I, I to stand corrected because I actually thought that Rashad knew, especially coming from... I um, Nux said it, right? Right. I thought he knew up to that point because coming out of prison, I, bel- I, I would imagine that he would see a lot of... Um, you know, people like yeah. Imani. So when yeah. when uh, Nuck told him that, I'm like, and he already knows he's just playing. But he actually didn't know, and he seems to be disgusted by it. But do you think maybe he didn't think that was the case because he wouldn't think that that's what Trigg would do? Like, he wouldn't expect that from Trigg. So it's like, I'm not going to assume that this is, you know? Right, right, right. That's, track, probably, so that's he, probably not the Trigg yeah. he remembered from before he went in. Yeah. So in his mind, it's like, why would I question my boy? Like, you know... Right. So it must be a woman or, you know, I don't know. So I feel like maybe that's what it was. And then when Nuck said it, it was like, oh, I'm sure he kind of maybe thought it was. And then he, he kind of just thought, nah, you know, and then he kind of went and went ahead and just thought, you know, if it was, I'm sure I'd know or he would have said something. I don't know. But either way, I feel like, like I said, I, I feel like some, I, I have a bad feeling that something is going to happen, especially now that they've told him to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Trig obviously loves Imani and he respects her, but I feel like obviously there's obviously something that happened, you know, and I think Rashad was like, you know, if it wasn't for you, I could I kind of, I hated that kind of little dialogue actually when they were playing, was it Snooker? And he was like, you know, I could have ratted you out. Well, yeah, but you didn't. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I was just a lookout boy. So <laughs> how did you go to, but he's making it seem like he took the fall for him, mm-hmm. which is kind of annoying because it's like, I know they were part of the same thing, but realistically, you know, why are you making it look like you took the fall for him? Because if he was a lookout guy, you were actually doing what you were doing. Right. You got caught, and that's it. Right. But I feel like he's trying to emotionally, he's trying to appeal to that side so that he, he can get what he can from Trick. You have to let me stay here, because if it wasn't for you, I would have gone. Mm, no. So, because Rashad was, um, I guess, denied the job at that warehouse or yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. um, it's like, you know what? Maybe I won't be able to get a job. And he seemed yeah. to be very cool with Nuck, right? Yeah, 100%. So, he's going in that direction. Yeah, yeah. That's why I feel like that's headed. I feel like Nuck has the trap house. You're already cool mm-hmm. with him. You know what he's down yeah. with. You're also been down with that 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 life, that lifestyle. So, yeah. you know, had he stayed with Imani and Trick, maybe he would have been on a straight and narrow. But... yeah these are decisions that happens in a man's life where it's like, okay, I don't have the, the, the safety and the comfort of living with friends. Now I have to live with this dude that's in his lifestyle and I got to find yeah. a way to get money. I believe that's what's going to happen with Rashad. Yeah. Uh-huh. If he comes but back I feel like to the show. going to happen to Imani. I think like Rashad's, I don't know what's going to happen, but I definitely feel like somebody's going to try and harm Imani. I feel like something's going to happen in that capacity. If that makes sense. Nah, I don't think so. No? Nah. I don't see that happening. You think it's just gonna, it's just, I don't know, I feel like, because, okay, so like, obviously now he knows she's trans or whatever, but I feel like some, 
something they're going to touch on that somehow and I don't know because you know you saw the Thai incident where she tried to help him with Thai and he said no you know that kind of thing and obviously Nuck tried to put a little something in his head you know yeah but at the same time she already didn't like Rashad to begin with she told Trick she wanted him out before they even got into their argument right so why would she try to tie the tie around his neck in that way anyway like, you can't go from not liking me to putting a tie around my neck and tying it while I'm wearing it. But I feel like she kind of wants him to just get a job and go. You know, I don't think there was... To me, I didn't see anything. I didn't think anything of that. I just thought she was trying to be cordial, nice, and like, well, you're here anyway, so let me just make you look as presentable as possible so you can go to this job interview and get a job. Do you know what I mean? Because it's not in her best interest if he doesn't get this job. If he gets a job, he gets money and he gets to leave, right? Right. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, I don't know how to tie a tie, but I, I, I don't know if you could do it on yourself and give it to somebody else. I, I don't know. No, you, you me, can I absolutely do that. You, you put the okay. tie around your own neck, you tie it, mm-hmm. Then you loosen it, take it off your neck, and you hand it to Richard and say, here you go, sir. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I kind of didn't really read too much into it. I just thought she was just trying to be helpful, you know. And I guess in that moment, she realized, oh, okay. You know, so it's a bit of a strange, strange relationship between the two of them. I think he's still trying to figure it out. But I feel like the reason why I felt maybe something would happen is because Nuck knows that she's behind the phone thing with the other girl that died remember right uh, trinity yeah so i feel like the only reason i said i feel there might be some sort of hate crimes because i feel like he might try to get his own back on her but maybe use rashad to do it or something i don't know mm. well i mean hey that's very possible but i just don't see it happening because i don't even think enough cares enough about her to do anything and i yeah, know but it's more of a warning thing rather than anything else like you've tried to save one She's not going to stop there. This isn't the first time she's kind of... Remember they went through the house? Mm-hmm. Remember when they were looking for Keisha? Was mm-hmm. it for Keisha? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so they've obviously been through that before. And obviously she's the arsed around and she's trying to do this whole free, you know, the tricks or whatever. So I, I feel like maybe she's a bit of a threat to whatever it is that he's doing. Yeah, I don't... I don't, but yeah. I don't see anything ha- happening there. Um, uh-huh. So I think we uh, touched on everything. Um, I, uh-huh. I do feel bad uh, for Jada about her cancer. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I felt like it was so unfair. I think it was unfair because I feel like she's, you know, she's like this typical black mother who's raised her son by herself. She's probably given up everything to kind of, you know, make sure that her son's okay. It's finally her time to live and shine. She meets somebody and then they hit her with a cancer card, which is kind of annoying. But um, I hope she survives because was she lying when she said to Emmett that she had a strong chance of beating it or was she just saying it to Emmett? Because I can't remember what the doctor said to her. Do you remember? Uh, No, I don't. Good question. I don't know if they gauged the chances of survival or not. I feel like breast cancer is one of those ones where you have a good chance if it's right. caught early. Right, right, yeah. right. I feel like that's one of the good... Well, not good cancers, because there isn't a good cancer, but you know what I mean. Like, right. you know, out of all the other ones, that is one of the ones that has a The success good rate on survival. survival is probably high. Yeah, yeah, if caught early. So I think what I was trying to remember was what stage she was at, if they ever mentioned it at all, you know, because she did say to Emmett, the doctor said this, but I don't know if that's just a mother trying to ease her son's, you know what I mean, like anxiety about the whole thing. So I can't remember that part. 
but yeah i do think it's sad i feel like she's finally met somebody and you know now she's going through this and yeah i do i, I actually had a scare when keisha was giving birth because i thought they were going to do a whole a baby is born and then somebody dies because if you notice at one point it went a bit blurry and it looked like she was falling not falling but it looked like she was kind of I don't know who it was, but they they kind of panned to Keisha, and then it kind of looked like the person was a bit dizzy. Uh, I, I don't know if it was just part of the scene. So I was like, is this Jada pass? You know, like pass it. I, I don't know. It, it was a bit scary for a moment. Then I saw her standing up, and I was like, oh shit, okay, cool, she's fine. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. But, um, yeah, but I'm glad she's still there, and I, I do hope that she does um she does beat it so she can at least live because it would just be so unfair, you know. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And they haven't and shown. Have no one. I was gonna say they haven't shown much of uh, Stanley. Shown yeah, much of him. Yeah, him and Maisha have been in the background this season so far. Yeah, I guess I they're trying like to really. So many things. Yeah, they're really trying to change up the storyline because I guess the writers have written too many, you know, Stanley, Kevin, and Jake things, and they just need yeah. to, you know, change that up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we might see something. I mean, I don't, I can't remember how many episodes they have in a season, but. You know, I think we did have quite a bit of them last season, though. So yeah. maybe it's just you know their turn to kind of be benched for a while. Right. Because you know, their their storyline is good. We know they're good so far. Right. So you know, I feel like we know they're there, but yeah. there are just so many other things happening at the moment that they just they just show them every now and then, so we don't forget them. But you know, there isn't much to really say. Yeah, the well, um the actor that played Brandon, he actually kind of you know, made the, the, the show go in a completely different direction. Because remember, we had the yeah. police officers, we had their storyline as well, and we haven't seen them in two seasons. Which one? The ones that were investigating? That They were investigating uh, Brandon and Otis Perry, right? Yeah. And then that, yeah, that, that kind of went out the window, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what happened to that. It was so strange because the, the it's almost like they just randomly... Like, I was kind of worried last season that we were just going to be completely lost because after Brandon died, there was no real explanation as to why he died, who did what, you know. So that season was kind of confusing because I was like, right. so much and, has happened. And then is there going to be no in investigation into Otis Perry and the, yeah. the, the food truck thing anymore? So Yeah. But I in guess fact, they... they just left. They were like, yeah, they'll just forget. Let's just, you right. know. But it's fine. You know, I think this season they've redeemed. I think last season and this season they have redeemed themselves. The Keisha storyline was pretty scary. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm glad they found her, you know. But it's just scary to think that these things are happening every day. And, you know, you can imagine the amount of people that go missing that, you know, we don't hear about. Yeah. You know? it's, it's strange the way they write. They've written off certain characters and we yeah. just accepted it. Like when Ronnie. You just have to accept it. Yeah. When Ronnie got killed man that was unnecessary remember he was he was leaving yeah. the cookout and then pop right in the head uh, and he's shot him. yeah that was crazy and then don't forget about reg you know i, yeah, I still was, yeah. i'm still not 100 percent sure that reg is dead really yeah i mean so he, where, got, so he got he got he, he could be somewhere recovering because that but that didn't hit, they have a, did they have a funeral for him no reg, no they didn't they had reg, brandon's funeral but exactly. they didn't have reg's funeral no funeral That's for true. Red. So, so Big Mike could have, in my opinion, taken him somewhere and say, hey, we can't bring you to a hospital. You just stay here in this house that we got because we got money. You recover a little bit because, if, if I'm not mistaken, Otis Perry, a.k.a. Duda, he sent that hit for Reg, right? 
So you would have he would ha- have to be you know laying low somewhere where nobody yeah. except for Big Mike would know where he's at. But like yeah, I said, just I, randomly shows up. Somebody would have had to call him, right? If what? No, I think Trick showed up randomly and was like, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh yeah, us. I'm your I'm your That's brother. True. Yeah. So yeah, they they they, they 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 do a lot of that writing the characters off and then yeah. introducing new characters and storylines. But yeah. yeah, so those uh write offs, uh, especially for Reg and Brandon, they didn't happen on purpose. It pretty much had to happen, uh, because of what yeah. was going on in real life with those actors. Yeah. yeah. Um mm-hmm. but they did a good job and um I was almost gonna check out season three, uh last season with the Keisha, uh, Keisha kidnapping, but uh, the writers, they, 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 they impressed me. So that's, you know, that, that, that that's, yeah. that's why we're here. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really liking this show. So as yeah. far as... I was worried for one season that shit would, would go left, but yeah. I think they have redeemed themselves. Last season, yeah. definitely, you know, I was, I was pretty much on the seesaw last season, but I'm good yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. And that will conclude this episode of The Shy and what we think so far. Thank you for tuning in to The Limitless Experience with Eric. Tell a friend and tell a friend. Spread love. Peace out.